0: Hello my friends, welcome back to another edition of the Meerkat Musings podcast. Welcome back to, I'm afraid to say it, yet another post relating to football. Some of you might enjoy this subject, some of you are thinking, oh my god, not again. But, I'm sorry, it's on my mind, it's something which I'm thinking about a lot, It's something which I'm getting very excited about, it's something I'm getting very nervous about. So, the other day... Liverpool, despite making life hard on themselves, beat Villarreal uh, in Spain to secure their place in the final of this season's Champions League and then Vence moved on, well actually Vence stayed in Spain for uh, Manchester City's clash with Real Madrid and With about five minutes to go, Man City were leading 1-0, they were leading 5-3 on aggregate and they were heading towards the Champions League final to face my beloved Liverpool. And it would have been a fascinating clash between uh, the two teams that certainly in English football have been very, very, very close to one another over the last few years. In fact, since 2018, Liverpool and Man City have been separated by one point Uh, One point in City's favour, which, funny enough, is the gap between the two teams in the Premier League title race right now. But I digress slightly. So, Liverpool were already in the final. City were winning and on course to join Liverpool in the final. It would have marked the third All-English final in four years. And it would have marked Man City's second consecutive final having lost last year's final to fellow English club, Chelsea. However, one of the things about this Real Madrid team is that they do not seem to know when they're beaten. And in the last few minutes of the game, uh, in fact, in pretty much the last minute of the game, Rodrigo scored not once but twice to force extra time. And with that, it seems that Man City were shell-shocked. Some people are blaming City's manager Guardiola and saying that he bottled it. But he hasn't bottled anything. His players have let him down. But it's hardly fair to blame him for for what happened. You can't blame the manager when the players on the pitch suddenly at the last minute, literally the last minute, lose their nerve. Anyway, extra time, extra time awaited. And in extra time... So you consider the penalty, which Karim Benzema, uh, one of Europe's top strikers right now, then converted, and that was that. Really, Real Madrid held on. In fact, they weren't necessarily in much discomfort to be sure uh, in extra time, and they booked their place in the final to face Liverpool on the twenty eighth of May in Paris. So now we have a situation that. I certainly hadn't expected, because on the evidence of the first leg, uh, I expected Man City to get through. And what we have is an altogether different kind of clash now from the one that I expected. It's a difficult game to judge. In principle, in theory, I'd like to say that Liverpool are the better of the two sides and should beat Real Madrid. But more than once this season, Real Madrid have refused to acknowledge when they were beaten and come back to win. And if they can beat Man City in a one-off game, they can beat Liverpool in a one-off game. Real Madrid also have a tremendous history in the Champions League, in the, in the European Cup, as it was also sort of once known. Real Madrid have been Champions of Europe no less than 13 times. And they have won the competition quite recently as well. In fact, they beat Liverpool in the 2018 final and... Therefore, they do know, in principle at least, what it takes to beat us. That being said, Liverpool's team has gotten stronger since then. Since then, Liverpool have also won the Champions League. In fact, they won it in 2019. They won the Premier League title in 2020. The squad is as strong as it's ever been. So, it's not the same Liverpool that Real Madrid will play. Of course, it's not the same Real Madrid that Liverpool will face either. Both teams have changed in the intervening time, both teams remain of high quality, and it's going to be a tough match to call. I want to back my beloved Liverpool all the way, and of course I do, but one of the things which I have been emphasising whenever I've talked about this, and this goes not only for the Champions League final, but in fact for every single remaining game we've got, is that we need to be... Absolutely, completely and utterly focused in every single possible way. You could argue that perhaps City were a bit complacent and they took the wire off the ball in the last few minutes of the game. We cannot afford to do that in any way, shape or form. Because if we do that, we'll lose. Especially against the Real Madrid team that played to the final whistle. And I genuinely believe that what Klopp will do... Uh, perhaps even more so in the wake of what happened in the first half of our semi-final second leg, is that he will light a fire underneath the players to make sure that they are absolutely on it from the first whistle to the last whistle, that they are playing with the utmost determination, the utmost focus and the utmost intensity from the moment that the game starts to the moment it finishes. That's one of the things that Klopp has done over the course of his years at the club he, has, he hasn't he has simply developed a tactical philosophy he's developed Liverpool into a very strong team mentally as well and he's given us a kind of drive and passion that we were perhaps lacking in the past so we have that going for us and it's as I say what we desperately needed and as long as he keeps that imbued in us in every remaining game of the season, not just the Champions League final, but every remaining game, then we do have a chance at sweeping the board and winning the quadruple. We will soon face Chelsea in the FA Cup final. Before that, we have Spurs in the Premier League uh, who come to Anfield. And... Every game now, we have to treat like a cup final as it happens. In the Premier League, we are still relying upon Man City to drop points. And in the wake of what happened in Spain, it's hard to say how City will react. It was no doubt a a shell-shocking moment for them in Madrid. And it showed. And Guardiola will now have to... To pick up the pieces of that. However, if anyone can do it, he can do it. He's an excellent manager, and Man City, as I've said before, are an amazing team. And they won't suddenly, they won't suddenly just bottle it out of nowhere. Their next, their next match is at home against Newcastle, and certainly on paper, you cannot conceive a scenario where Newcastle would take points of City, not at City's ground. That's not to say it's impossible. It's, it's football. And in football, all things are possible. But I find it highly, highly unlikely... ...that they'll be the team that throw a spanner in the works for Man City. However, City have been through the rigours of extra time in Europe... ...and of course, they're having to come back from Spain... ...and it's hardly a long journey... ...and the fitness of modern footballers is very, very impressive... But nonetheless, they've had all of that to contend with. Plus, of course, uh, the impact of a, of a defeat that really was if they were making to a degree, taking nothing away from Real Madrid and their spirit. So how will that affect them mentally? Will Guardiola allow it to affect them mentally? I would imagine not, but you never know. It, this could be the opening that Liverpool have been looking for, but you know, equally assume nothing All we have to do now, all we can do now, is focus on winning our matches. That's what it comes down to. We have to be absolutely determined to win every single remaining game. We've got to go out there and play like our lives depend on it. And then just pray to the football gods that somehow, somehow, Man City do slip up. And when we face Chelsea in the FA Cup final, and when we face Real Madrid in the Champions League final... That we bring our A game from the first whistle to the last whistle. And then anything is possible.